Whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. This passage, Jesus' words, these sentences have seeped into the very depths of my existence. As a faithful daughter, a hopeful sister, an agreeable spouse, loving mom, a loyal friend, a compassionate minister, and my favorite, a no-I-in-team colleague. I have internalized being a servant and a slave in my society and often regarded my femaleness, my queerness, my shortness, my Filipino-ness, my Tagalog is my first language, my call to priesthood, but I'm a woman and that will never happen. Ness. As a badge of honor that God has gifted me with. It's taken me most of my life, but finally, finally, I've accepted myself, my embodied self, as compatible and cooperating with God's plan of lifting up the lowly or hearing the cry of the poor, and most empowering of all, being the voice of the voiceless, amidst a quiet hierarchy that does everything in its power to ignore, admonish, belittle, overlook, dismiss, and even erase my existence. But let me be a cautionary tale. I had a revelation, so listen to my declaration. We hold these things to be self-evident that everyone is created equal or that all men are created equal. And when I meet Thomas Jefferson, I'm going to compel him to include women in the sequel. The Schuyler sisters from Hamilton. It's really powerful. So this is problematic. Caution, caution, women, queer people, people of many colors, non-cisgendered people. Do not conform to the idea that we must be servant or slave to the powers that be. We know the world is far from ideal or perfect, and we know that Jesus' teachings Jesus' example, his life, his death, and his resurrection give us an opportunity to live in a way that is most liberatory, most free, and most loving. To live and to love is not to subjugate yourself under the weight of the cross. To live and to love is not to subjugate yourself to, it'll get better later, or suffer now, experience peace in heaven, later mentality. Jesus challenges his disciples to follow his lead. Address the hypocrisy that keeps people chained and immobile. Avoid the allure of power and prestige, especially because you are not better than any other person. And forget the tiring fight 
of taking charge or being in control. Instead, make yourself as vulnerable as a servant, as vulnerable as a slave, as vulnerable as a child. Caution, again, do not become a slave or a servant to the ways of the world or the status quo. Or even to a simple way that contributes to the most deforming ways of other people. Jesus spent his life, or at least his known ministry, resisting, questioning, offering a different way. While we fully accept, or while he fully accepted all the consequences, born of fear, or control, or manipulation, or even order, a desire for order in this world. Jesus teaches his disciples, and therefore teaches us, not to tyrannize people, or tyrannize. Jesus calls out the leaders in his time and instructs his disciples to avoid desiring being leaders that lead and organize through tyranny and by using power over others. Rather, he says, rather instead, alternatively, be desperate for a better life beyond the status quo. Be desperate like a servant. Be desperate like a slave. Be desperate and dependent as a child. Be desperate for a better way beyond what you know. Be desperate for an experience of life in common where all people can be seen, are seen, and can thrive. Use your power not to differentiate between yourself and another person to see who's better. Use your power. Don't use your power in the ways that need to secure a safer situation for yourself. Don't use your power to know more, simply to hold that over people and to judge them. As this foretelling of his own death is a call for each of us to die to our own self, to die to the status quo, Jesus' death was a ransom for many. Ransom in Greek means it does something, as opposed to the common definition of a, like a repayment. So his own death of self does something for us. Jesus' death on the cross next to two thieves reveals the empire's logic. When threatened by difference that did not respond to their power, those in power will destroy. Jesus' death, his servant's death, was the resistance. He served a space, created a space, that allowed a question, allows us to question, allows society to wonder 
And he possibly offered us a different way, a way that leads to resurrection. And this resurrection is not a hope in the future. Again, his death did something. His death liberates us from the hold of this deforming control. Jesus' death, our own dying of ourselves, of our systems that oppress, can and does something. It literally liberates others. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you.